Did I start it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello. Hello. We are Here not we are. on Kilsita Boulevard, though. That is a lie. Is it? Oh, I guess I start you started this? it. Did I? No, you pulled it up when what we were on Kilsita. I don't know. I don't know either. 51st. Whatever. 51st and something. This is what everyone wanted us to podcast right? about. Right? Hello. We are hauling Ooh. off, as usual, about the directions. And... Driving around apparently means that we have to take five minutes to chatter about where we are and what we're doing in the car and who we did or didn't hit or... That's right. <laughs> Sorry. because yeah, we drove last time too. Guys, we did. needs naps. It's true. And just this seems to be the right time for it. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it does. All right. Well, how's it going? What do, it, what do we got to say? Anything good? Uh, sure. I, I today made a note. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh... I, I don't think I can look it up right now while we're doing this, but it's uh, driving. Yeah, I'm like, eh, that's a lot of things. It's right also, I don't know if I'll turn off the recording. <laughs> um, but I, because last night was the leaders' dinner where we make, uh, it's like 60 ish people mm-hmm. eating ish. Like, so we count teenagers as two, which we yep. should, because last night, four 9x13s of focaccia were fully devoured, gone. gone. Like, yep. when Cal got home, there was none. I was yep. like, wow, that's a lot of bread to eat. Why am I talking about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, today, because I'm really bad at remembering routine things or repeating things, because I just, I don't like it. I don't want anything to repeat, so why would I spend any time remembering that? So, but this year, I've been making notes that this is because of the OPS system. They start with sleep. <clears throat> Because in the OPS system, I'm sleep last. Because I'm really bad at going back to known information. So I'm making these notes as uh-huh. a blessing to Sean. So they start with sleep. And then they... It's <laughs> so like one is directions about food I like to put in the oven that I never remember how long to put it in for. Because oh. Sean has like come up with the best ways to put these things in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I can never remember. So now I'm like writing them down. Last to this morning, I was like, you know what? Because I woke up and I was like... My hands do not work. And I was like freaking out that I could not use them. And and last night I tried to knit and I was like, why can't I knit? I don't know. And then I was talking to Sean and he's like, it's because of the leader center. You were chopping all the stuff. You're cooking all the stuff. You're right, doing all that. And I'm like, hands. oh, right. So I made one today that was sleep, leader's dinner. Your hands will not work the next day. You will feel like you got hit by a truck. Four pans of focaccia eaten. Because <laughs> I also awesome. won't remember that. Next time I'll be like, wait, how much bread do we make? Do we make oh, two or three? Lord. I don't know what to do. Um, so anyway, that's what I've been doing. Just I writing down like stupid things. On repeat a great deal. Where it's like this, <laughs> you're the things shocked that you by do it every single yes. time. And you're like, but I can't remember how I did it last time. And you're like, but you do it every week. <laughs> totally. Why is this like, hard? Why are you so stupid about this? Just yeah. write it somewhere. Which is weird because there are some things that I'm not like that about. That I'm like, oh, I know. We always do this. I am like gaining ground because yeah. we always do it like this and I remember but there are also things that just seem to not connect. Maggie pointed out the other day that I am also sleep last about being sleep last because then I'm like I just can't believe I can't remember these basic things like what is wrong why can I not just track back and like think be like I've done this before she's like well that's kind of it's like meta it's yeah the same thing inside of the same thing mm. I do love that I so this is a language the language of OPS that kills me. And I sit at a desk with a person who also loves the OPS language. Abigail and you're like, anybody want to talk about this? <laughs> it kills me. Because every once in a while, like, there's two responses, two things that happen. So today, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but it was something where it was like a certain situation that I'm explaining and saying it goes like this. And she's like, oh yeah, but that's that's obvious because, you know, it's... <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Sleep, blast, blast, burst, no, whatever. Like, they want to play, but they need to blast. No oh, more yeah. playing. Yes. Exactly. They they want to play, so they run around playing all the time. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but then I said something else about, I don't know. Oh, this actually contributes to what we're talking about today. I was like, oh, I love that feeling where, like, you're going somewhere as a group and you're yeah. like, you're saying, I mean, you get this as a teacher, right? Like I'm saying something and you can see the people who are looking at you and you're like, we are a unit <laughs> and we are doing a thing together. And she was like, obviously you're like that because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. then I feel naked and exposed and I'm like, Abigail, what else can you see about me that I don't notice? <laughs> Quit looking at me. Uh, it is though. We, I have had a whole bunch of that. I think I talked about, I know I talked about some of it, but the, where you are like, 
wow, I cannot see myself. Like, yeah. even when you've been going along for a while, like I'm yep. old and I, I have also tried to see my, like, it's not like I'm not trying, like I'm putting in work to mm-hmm. like really look in the mirror of the word and the people around you where you're like, okay, I'm causing this kind of problem. And right. Whatever. God says this is a thing. Yes. And I see where I'm doing that. Totally. Yeah. And still... <clears throat> You know, well, and this is the thing, actually, somebody else told me I should talk about this because, uh, so I don't, cause I don't think I said this on the podcast, but after that last round of finding a huge patch of anxious sin mm-hmm. that I had not noticed, or I mean, I knew I had it, but like, wasn't repenting like early enough, yes. like whatever <clears throat> that, then I quit podcasting. I, I quit. I told Sean, I was like, <laughs> he, actually, I didn't even tell him. He said, well, when That's are funny. you and Aaron? Gonna I'm like, podcast? didn't we already quit? I thought yeah. we had quit months before that. <laughs> no, no, we had that. That was more like, well, we just can't. We even. accidentally quit. Yes, yeah. Purpose this quit I, a purpose quit. Okay. But, but it was funny because I didn't say it to anybody. And then Sean was like, when are you and Aaron going to podcast? I was like, oh, I quit podcasting. He was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I quit. Did I tell you I don't do that? Yeah. Before. And he's like, uh, no, you didn't quit podcasting. I'm like, no, I did though. And he was like, why? And I'm like. Because, Sean, you should not podcast if you have huge vats of sin you're not even aware of. Like, that's not good. You, I should not be like, let me tell you people something. Because... <laughs> right. Let me tell you what, like, about my vats of sin. No, totally. Like, that's not good. But anyway, he was like, uh, did you repent from it when you saw it? And I was like, well, yeah. And I mean, I'm continuing to. And he's like... And also, okay. we talked about it on the last podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, you're going to keep podcasting. But anyway, I was talking to somebody this is actually applicable in a lot of things like um, even in parenting little people it is okay to have your kids out and about or have people in your home when you know there are issues you're working on with your kids like mm-hmm. so so obviously Cal we couldn't actually take very many places <laughs> not because we were like oh we don't want him to we don't want people to know he's sinning but because his sin like, was so destructive you yes function there right you're like well I can't you're gonna just be nutso and like I cannot actually control you at a store to be safe so right. um but like it's when you're dealing with sin how you're supposed to it's okay you have more sin you can't see and right that, and everybody else probably can see angles of it that you don't see and I mean totally. what else it's okay what else are you doing <laughs> right yeah totally so that's why I did not quit I mean I quit but then I unquit because I also didn't tell you I think I just assumed everybody would know I had quit because of the sin <laughs> They're like, you've disqualified yourself. Clearly. Ooh. Okay, so I got two more podcast topics on my list. Oh, we're talking. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, because that's not even the topic. We have a No, topic. we do have a talk- topic. Also, talk- if I park, will he be okay? Probably. Okay. And if he's not, I'll just take him out. Okay. So, our topic today is coaching. Yeah. Right. So... This has come up a bunch of different places, partly because we were talking about this at school today and making some connections between being a coach of a team. So whether that is, you know, administratively for the large team of school or being the the coach of the fifth grade team or being coach of, you know, a grade or something or a specific subject. Um <clears throat> that there's a couple of ditches to fall into when you're teaching. And I think they apply to parenting. So I actually had this on my list of uh, topics that I have stored up on my phone. Uh, One of them was parenting as coaching. And I thought, oh, that's funny because that's what we're talking about today. So we are talking about coaching as it applies to parenting and teaching, realistically, because they both are similar. In fact, Maggie was just saying before we started that she's really glad she got some time to teach before she had a child because you really end up practicing a lot of the same skills. You have an amount of authority. You have students who are there under your care and you end up needing to discipline them whether that is against behavior or for action. So either direction, you are trying to get the group to go somewhere. And since the group doesn't always want to go with you, you are required to discipline. And so teaching gives you a lot of uh, practice doing some of those things before it's like your own children. Yep. yep. Um, which I had too. So I, 
uh, I didn't have kids until I was 30 and I went to school to teach, you know, like right out of high school, I went to college and went into the teaching program. Um, so taught for a long time. And I think I had taught elementary or I had taught Sunday school and I had taught swim lessons. You know, I mean, yep, so yep. I've been doing this kind of thing for a long so time. Every time you say that you have not had kids, <laughs> you didn't have kids until you're 30. And also is it weird? notice this, yeah. this is, this is, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm shocked by the same thing every time where I'm like, I, I literally just was doing the math. I was like, no, that's not right. Because Daphne and I had Hallie when I was about to turn 30 and Daphne and Hallie are the same age, and so Claire is older than them. She's two years older than them. Wait, you're two years older than me. Oh, no, that is right. Uh-huh. That, and I think I do this every time you say it, which mm-hmm. is... But also, that's crazy. That It is funny. Well, that, it's such a funny thing. like, a lot done. Well, and it's a super funny thing to have lived, like, basically a decade post-high yeah. school and pre-marriage where really you are entirely off the rails, right? Like we talk about this currently when you're on, when you're on the rails of formal education, you know what you're doing Monday through Friday because you're in school. It's not like you are having to choose automatic feedback of you are on the right path or at least a yes. And so that is, you know, with a senior this year and having some like, well, what is next year going to look like? There's some of that angst of what am I going to do next year? How is this going to go? Um, and trying to figure out like, you know, well, that is hard because you're off the rails. You are yeah. having to choose which way your little vehicle is going to drive. And unless you put yourself on some rails, secondary education or, you know, marriage and kids are rails. Uh, cause you know what that looks like. Then you have to decide. Yeah. Why am I talking about this? Because I totally I messed up. There. You were saying teaching. You were you t- taught some lessons. You had. Did he just wake up? I don't know. He had a coughing attack. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me if we need to drive around more. Uh, the uh, teaching some lessons. Oh, you had a bunch of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. A decade, school. Yep. A decade yeah. off the rails. Yes, that's all I was going to say. A decade yeah. off the rails. It's surprising because once you get married and you get back on the rails of something that is not yours to choose, you're like, I don't know, was I ever not married? And that was like a long time that I wasn't yes. married. Oh, oh, that's very funny. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so you had lots of practice. Being. Yeah, lots of practice with the idea of trying to get people to go with you on principle and a lot of them not wanting to go. So it's like both as a parent and as a teacher, you're trying to communicate the value of of direction. Like we are going this way because it is right. And yeah, this is true for coaching and teaching and parenting. And obviously how you define what is right is... There's a lot bound yeah, up yeah, in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> no, that's actually, that is, that's a whole conversation right there, too. That is a whole conversation. Yeah, no, right I just there. thought of like a million things. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but what are we going to talk about now? Um, how do we turn about, this into a topic? Because I, I feel okay. like I had a lot to say. Did well, I use it I all just, up today? Just, no, it's because I, I shouldn't have interrupted us. Oh, that was our jacket. Uh, there are kids walking past. There this are. is not good. We're really getting distracted. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Co- okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Because I think we have been watching a lot of coaching because I have two girls who are swimming. Cal oh, is yeah. still on the swim team. Technically. But, yeah. Not really. Uh, <sighs> you have all five. Five girls are swimming. Yeah. All currently. five are swimming. And, and then, Dean was a coach. Like uh, I for actually, a while. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. Twenty. He's also, now, once I learned about it, I'm like, oh, Dean is the kind of local famous where, like, if someone is talking about, if anybody says anything about wrestling, I say, oh, one of my good friends is married to Dean Pekinas. They're like, whoa. (gasps) Dean Pekinas? Yeah, totally. I'm like, oh, look at that. He's like, like, I don't know anything about wrestling. underground (laughs) superstar. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally funny, though, because it really is, like, that was one that I I didn't have any experience with that sport in particular until I got together with Dean. Um. But I, there are so many things, life lessons. Actually, Dean and Sonia currently hold kind of the same place because they both, uh, I'm going to, she's teaching, but he's coaching, but like it's the same thing. Like they both are similar in their style and the way they do it. Uh. That is really wildly effective. Yeah. In a lot of things. Yep. Yeah. That, no, uh, but yeah. And then Cal is playing basketball. 
and he's playing basketball for JV and varsity. So there's two coaches there. I mean, you know, they mm-hmm. help with both teams, but, mm-hmm. uh, but one, you know, runs it, then they run it differently. And then, because, so <clears> then you also get to see a JV and a varsity coach on the other team at every game. So it's like, a, and the Marlins yeah. have two full-time coaches. I don't really watch myself coaching cause that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has gotten me thinking a lot about it. Cause like when you watch a coach who is falling into what I now think of as parenting ditches, but it's funny cause you're like, Oh, that's a parenting ditch. Oh, right. Coaching has actually so much in common with yes. this. Like a coach, um, who does not want to draw any lines or make like make anybody feel uncomfortable or insist on no this way is better and how much chaos that causes Uh like and this is actually funny because this is a one that I don't have a problem with in coaching I and I think it's Uh because it's so limited it's like I'm only here for two hours I I never wanted to be the head coach anyway so I'm like totally I fill in and I no, we're going to do what I said, mm-hmm. actually. But in parenting, I do <laughs> fall into that ditch. Mm-hmm. And seeing it play out in coaching where you're like, no, actually, just tell them what to do. Or tell right. that kid that's wrecking everything for everybody else. Just stop doing that. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Like, do not back down because you have <laughs> the nerve. Like, it's not good for your whole group. You're not getting where you wish you were getting because you won't, you know, be, and it feels like you're being mean. But you won't be mean or the other is like a tyrant who shows up or like a really wooden plan and then won't change it when Uh they get there and realize this does not work. Right. Yeah. I've seen swim practices where a coach has written a practice for like, clearly they thought 30 kids would show up and then they get there and there are seven kids and then did not change anything. (laughs) It's like an hour and a half of misery because it's like, this doesn't work with 30, right. with 77 people. You need 30 people. Like you can't right. actually do it like this. Um, but like those are so common in parenting and obviously you fall more into, you don't fall into all the ditches equally. Right. Where are people going? Leaving. Oh, oh yeah. Sports. Sports. Um, Stupid sports. sports and stuff. Oh, we're talking about right okay. Now. That was, so this was one of the things that we were talking about it in terms of school, but obviously the, it, it continues to be applicable to parenting that, that when you have an actual position of authority, so, and obviously you have to get good at figuring out what does it mean for me to have authority? So like, you know, as a parent, obviously God gave me authority because he gave me these kids. So if I relinquish that authority by saying, I will just make a joke and not actually ever uh, stop you yep. and and tell you what you are going to do. If you, if that kid never grows up feeling like you are actually the boss and they are not, then you're failing to communicate who God is. God is an actual boss. He is the Lord of your life. He is the boss of all your details. And he's the boss of what you ought to be doing. So like you should be orienting yourself to be submitting to that, right? So like yeah. as a parent, you can relinquish authority by saying, you know, when it gets tense, just making a joke out of things or making it funny or totally. like getting to the point where like I never want to just say the hard thing yep. and require obedience of my kid. And that is relinquishing that authority. And then the other side is feeling okay, as one though more one more on that oh, one yeah. is if you notice that the kid <clears throat> is actually really affected by it. This, this has happened to me more in coaching because our kids have not been, you know, wildly hard or something for like a big long time. But, uh, where you think you are coming down hard on an unbreakable object, like, like a person who just seems like they don't care about anything. And then all of a sudden you can see that they are like, Oh, I like actually did something bad that now I'm ashamed of and wanting to like fix that really fast instead of being okay with them having that bad feeling. Cause you're like, well, you, I'm not, I'm not talking about like they didn't, you know, they didn't make a time standard or something that I thought they, I'm talking about like they are being willfully difficult. Like they are not obeying, like mm-hmm. they're causing a cultural problem you know, with that group, something like that. Not, not a, you know, you're not a good swimmer. I'm not Uh talking about that. I'm talking about like, you're being (coughs) a jerk. You're, you're bullying somebody, something like that. Um, but when you can see, Oh, somehow I actually accessed the inside of this person and they are hurt. Like they are 
grossed out or hurt by realizing, oh no, I did this bad thing. Mm -hmm. Not stopping, like not um, trying to just quickly comfort them, but like let that actually get in because sometimes a person does need to feel bad. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes a bad feeling is actually really useful. So don't go in and try to fix it right away. Mm -hmm. Unless you're the kind of person that's just like that all the time. But but yeah. Yeah, or unless you're the kind of person who, well... Yeah, no, that, that yeah, because it's a like the that first ditch is like the too much cushioning. Well, okay, so that actually you can launch over to the other side. So you have the relinquishing authority yep, trying yep. to soften things, make it easy, over to the other side of the ditch where you're you feel as though somehow your authority is inherent to your yep, person, yep, 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 totally. and you are just naturally because you're actually better than that person, right? Yep. And so that you're not receiving the authority from a god who is in authority over you, you are now the Lord and master of this person that you're coaching or teaching or parenting. And you will bring the judgment and the shame and the, you know, cause I mean that, that getting too soft or getting too hard and trying to rub a kid's nose in it as though you need them to pay you penance is so gross in the classroom or as a parent or, and I can, I just the other night, I can't remember what it was, but there was something that I could feel myself starting to rev up. You know, it's like I can feel myself. I've said the thing, stop doing that, you know, or go clean that up or whatever. And I can feel, okay, I'm just going to have to back you up to say this one time I rode my bike to Spokane and we slept <laughs> Which also on the grass. Listen to that. She rode her bike to Spokane. Well, how's was your dad rode somewhere crazy too, right? Or is across, that the one to New York? Yeah. yeah he rode no, across he the did. country. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's but so really cool. shockingly. All you do is just get on your bike and start riding. Yeah. And then you just don't stop until you're done that day. And then there get is up and something that's so appealing about that kind of thing to me that or yeah. like just driving like, Let's oh, yeah. just drive everywhere. Like, let's just never come that back. That was like the story of my 20s was all of those things. Yeah. I did get I to love that it. life I love it. Anyway, so on my way to Spokane, <laughs> we slept on the grass outside the firehouse. Okay, I don't like that part. I at Tanasket. I think it was in Tanasket, like teeny weeny little town somewhere in eastern Washington. Tenasket's and at like one. 2 a.m., all of a sudden this noise woke us up. And it was the fire alarm? that like calls oh. all the volunteers in, but it's like a tornado alarm or like little yeah, towns yeah, yeah. have that, that sound. We were under the pole. We were like sleeping at the base <laughs> of this pole. And all of a sudden it's like this mechanical sound where you're like, Oh, that's so creepy. But it just kept getting louder to the point where you thought your head was going to explode when it started going. It was insane. Okay. That would super freak me out because my only really recurring nightmare is I'm running down this hill that's <laughs> near the house I grew up in. That I, I fell off my bike there a few times. I think that's why it's that hill all the time. And there is a huge orange rolling down the hill behind me. It's huge. It's like takes a goal run and I'm running and I'm a terrible runner. It's going to crush me. But the sound that it's making is like a, it's kind of like a white noise, but it's getting louder and louder oh, and louder. Yeah. And it was like that. that and it's would... like this shocking. I mean, it's wait. So it got loud enough that it wakes you up and it's in the middle of the night. You're like, what is even happening? And then it just keeps getting yeah. louder and louder and louder. You're like, like James and the Giant I know. I do actually. I feel like this dream Probably. is very. Expl- it's like you can figure it out. You're you like, oh, I see those places. Going. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, point being, like whatever that alarm was in Tenasket, I started revving up. I could feel myself like I forgot the mechanical. What you're about. That's an amazing illustration of that. I know that feeling. I know, right? Where you're like, hey, you need to. You could you wipe up the sugar next to the coffee pot? And yes. you know what? Speaking of that, there's always sugar next to the coffee pot. And you're the one who's always getting the sugar out. Why don't you see that? You know, like I saw myself on one of those the other day too, where I was emptying the dishwasher after I had told somebody they'd left something sticky. I I do not like sticky things. Then, Mm. then it was, then I was like, who put this in the dishwasher like this? Was this you? Like, and then I'm like, oh, okay, hang on. Hold on. This is not, but you can feel it where you're like, oh, I think I would just grind you under the ground if I followed my own heart right now. Yes. And so it is that kind of like, what I want is for you to solve the thing, but I would like to add 16 layers of shame and judgment on the top of this. I want you to know how much trouble you're causing. You really feel the weight of it. And you're like, okay, both of these are big fat lies about God, right? You're like, yeah. It, this is not who God is. He is the one who 
is a judge. He is, he will say this and no farther. Absolutely not. This is not for you. Stop. And also he will say, I've given you grace. No, totally. Like, I love you. Right. And how many of your sins have I covered that you don't even know no, about? No, totally. So he's not always them. bringing them yeah, up. He's yeah, he's not trying to squish you. And so all of this back to coaching. Like, yeah. when you see a coach, what are the themes? They are like a unit of people going somewhere. There is a goal. They're playing a game. They're on a team for a purpose. And that purpose can be different. So, like... What is your family game? What is the game that you're playing? Yeah. And is everybody on the team? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there's not different players. So, like, yeah. obviously on a football team, you have offense, you have defense. You have people yeah. who come in at different times. You have different... You have people that call the play. You have people yeah. who run around. You have people that just push people. <laughs> Stop them. Don't let these mm, people I have move. a couple of those in my house. <laughs> I've got those team players. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, you have receivers, which it is funny too because football is actually a good example because the personality types really do generally run true in the positions. It's probably just because they're such varied. Uh-huh. Like football has such a wide. Like, There's lots of people doing yeah, lots of different things. Totally, like really different <clears throat> jobs, and it's funny how those, you know, because like the kind of creature that you are, the kind of personality God gave you, does you know, incline you to certain things, but it's funny how the, you know, <clears throat> the different ones have their different problems, the different, and you know, some positions, like I don't, I don't know very, do I know any lineman names of any lineman ever? I don't think I do. I'm right. Cause what know. do they do? No, push people, but I could right? play a bunch of quarterbacks. Do they push people? I think so. Are I think they ones? just push against each other. Right. Okay. So you have one on each side. Yeah. Cause there's offensive okay. and defense. They just like the, the offensive line is trying to keep the quarterback safe. I think. Guys, we are really way out much. on yeah. the edge of a limb. <laughs> I feel like we could do swimming for sure, probably water polo, and then baseball. I can do a little, and no. you could do some wrestling. I could do wrestling. Yep. Yeah, yep. I uh, mean, if Dean listens to this, he'll be like, "What?" In no, the I know because that's the thing. When I say I can do some baseball, I mean some, right? <laughs> not not a like caricatured version yeah. of that. But but you know, there whatever. But it's easy. <clears throat> It, it's interesting that in football, it's not as much like this because I think it is very defined. Like you uh-huh. get what you signed up for, but you know, cause it's in a classroom setting or in a family setting, it would be easy for the lineman to be like, why does the quarterback always get to talk? Why, why is that receiver getting all of the applause? I made it possible for him to even catch that ball because there weren't 10 uh-huh. people tackling him or whatever. I don't even know how many there are. Um, but like the different jobs are part of what God does there. And it's not your job to flatten that all out. Mm-hmm. Like that's another part of the coaching. Like you don't, you know, well, yeah, I feel like all of this is like accepting reality. Like yeah. the reality is God made it uneven. And the reality is God told you to be the boss of whichever one of these things you are the boss of. Right. And that was what we were talking about this morning is, <clears throat> you know, you can get hung up sometimes mm-hmm in a class or in your home with your kids, you can get hung up on the particular problems of each kid or your own self. Like it would be really easy for me to be like, well, I can't function today at school because you know, I, I had some problem at home this morning. Like Dean and I got into a fight. It's not put back together. Like I can't, I can't function at work today. Yep. Where that's not really an option when you're on a team. So, like, the guys who are playing for the Seahawks aren't like, actually, guys, I can't come to work today because yep, yep. I had a really sad time last night because my three-year-old no, totally. I was did just a bad thinking thing. about this because Taylor, uh, Maggie's husband, got in a little fender bender, I think, pulling into the parking lot at his yeah. job. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like beginning of the day. He's right. there to work. And gets into the fender bender, obviously has to stop and deal with all that, dealt yep. with it, then needed to go to work. Like, uh-huh. and you guys, any time, yes. any kind of accident, you're like, ah, like, is a frazzle city, you, you know, and you're yeah. like, everything feels off and, and they're having, they're in one of those car tornadoes of doom where it's like no car <laughs> wants to work today? yes totally and um, you know, and you're thinking, I was totally praying for him, but he did such a good job of just jumping right into his day and being like, well, we're just going to deal with it as it comes up. Cause there's, cause that's what he needed to do. Like right. you can't go be like, Oh, I'm sorry that I have a listing or a, 
what's it called when you have a, a showing scheduled with you. I got in a car wreck and I, I'm too frazzled I to just, do it. I need to just sit here and calm down. Like, right. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is that, you know, you can, uh, this is the, the, the leader part. This is the coach part that yeah. you're like, okay, you have to remember that this group is one unit for a purpose. And you can't forget that the group is made out of individuals. So yep, like if yep. you're so wooden right, about totally. the purpose and you're missing the fact that these are humans. No, you don't want to be communist China. Right. You're like, that's a problem. But I tend to the, and this kind of goes with free range children, you know, like yeah. we and tend America. to oversee the individual and yep. feel like the individual feelings or the individual problems or the individual needs are so big that they can't be set aside to be part of a group. Like yep. I cannot set my things aside so that I can assimilate to yep. a group purpose for a time. And this really was some of what we were talking about today where like, yeah, you can, you actually should be able to, I mean, and obviously with caveats of massive destruction and you know, epic problems, <laughs> like, because either, either extreme is so bad. You're right. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, generally speaking, you should be growing in your ability as a unit for whatever units you're part of to be able to function as a, as a part of that unit, seeing the goal. And I mean, and I guess if you're leading one, like if you are a parent or if you are a teacher, you should be really probably thoughtful about running that tension and making sure, am I overly focused on the individuals yep. and worried about where they're going and how they feel about today? Yeah, yeah. Or am I so woodenly having planned my yeah. day that I can't change it for anything? Okay. This totally, this is making me think of two different things. Um, uh, <laughs> which also no, because one of them is about Monroe High School, which I'll say in a second. But that also, I was so confused. I have never noticed this before when I was driving home uh -huh. from Monroe, where it felt like very early in the drive. It said next so exit 88th Street, Snohomish, oh. and I'm like, where am I? How yeah. is this? Does that is that like a long time until Snohomish? No, 88th Street to the right goes to Machias. To the left goes it turns into Second Street, into town. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look so it up. So it's just on like, the, I think, east side of Snohomish. Because I still feel like I was so far away. No. But I'm like. Although it is. So Highway weird, 2 though, makes a big corner. So yeah, basically yeah. the 88th Street Snohomish exit all the way up to Highway 2 is actually a long space between those two. Right. Right. But you're like on the on the outside edge of yeah. Snohomish the whole time. You're because I've been driving to Snohomish it. more. I'm like. Okay. <clears> I definitely don't know how this works. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. the two ways that I go to the pool, I'm like. I don't know. I need to probably look again. Okay. Whatever. You drive under the highway two corner, one of the directions that you go to the pool, which is super yeah. weird. The, that spot feels like the Bermuda triangle to me where no, still totally. I'm like, wait, what road am I going on? No, it, reminds me, I? it reminds me of this intersection in Santa Clarita where both streets change names. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, Road, and I'm like, uh, I don't remember which one that is. <laughs> I cannot drive here. I don't, I would just like avoid that intersection because I'm like, I don't even know what's happening there. Right. I could fall in a hole and die. Uh, that's really, I'm really getting distracted now. Um, why are we talking about this? Monroe High Monroe, School. Monroe, because okay, I'll say that okay. one first since I can remember it. Okay, but it's not as connected. Mm -hmm. No, what was the thing you just were saying? What were you talking about? Maggie should be like our right? producer you know what that's I was not really about, on Maggie? the show, but keeps track of what's going on. <laughs> She's like, how can I keep wouldn't track of this? Wouldn't we no, applying your plans? Yeah. Uh, Wasn't I talking about Oh, sorry. Do you need air? Here. He's okay. I'm sorry. I'll give you, I'll make it cold. No, not that. I can't. You. Oh, no, I can't. There. I'll turn it up. I'm just glad the baby's asleep. Put that yeah. on you. Um, but probably not on the baby because he'll be like, this is very well, cold. Is this is the worst nap ever. Yeah. Um, it's kind of loud. Let's go down. Yeah. There we go. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Uh, our family does really good when we get too hot. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, I really wish I could remember. You were saying a thing and it was making me think of the... We were talking about the unit going somewhere and not being so swayed oh, by yes. individuals. That Also not being wooden. Also, in some ways, this is like... Uh, luxury is the wrong word, but like a, a, uh, 
I'll think of maybe we'll think of like it's like a benefit? luxury problem oh, okay. like where when you're in and when you're in a situation where you actually have to survive yeah. these issues are way oh, less of sure. a problem like yep. because it becomes really clear when the individual need matters and when the group need matters mm-hmm. because you're actually doing a thing and so that's always good to keep in mind if you're having a ton of that kind of problems it always reminds me of the time that I got the kids <laughs> they were pretty little and got them all sat down and still on the couch not on purpose I hadn't Mm -hmm. gone out thinking I want the kids to just sit down and be quiet on the couch but then I realized I had gotten them all sitting down and being quiet on the couch for no reason like Mm -hmm. it was like I was trying I think I was just like shutting down too much chaos in different Uh places but that's where we ended up and then it's like well this is not what I want like we're not actually going anywhere we're just we're just obeying (laughs) for no reason which is very tedious to the person that's supposed to be obeying also So, like, if you're having a bunch of these problems, you might actually just need to try to do more things. Well, because like, this is the thing. As a coach or a teacher, right, right, right. I actually need to know what I'm doing and why I'm doing no, it. Totally. If I can't, If I can't communicate to you what we're after, yep. then you're like, why are we running in lines? No. Why are we running these now circles? That I like, coach what the heck is this so about? So infrequently, I have to make sure I check. Kirby puts up a weekly wisdom thing that, like, gives you a theme for the week. Yeah. I have to look at that and uh-huh. I have to look at the past few weeks to see, like... Okay, what has been happening? Right. Where are we at? What does everybody need to be working on? Otherwise, I show up and I'm like, uh, "This is my one-off thing. I think we should do." And it's like they can, kids yeah. totally can sense that you don't have a reason to be doing a thing, and you're like, eh. "So this week has been very funny at school because my dad is out of town or was out of town. He's home now. Um, so I taught his logic class, which is seventh Ooh, and eighth fine. graders. And I, I, he said they're way ahead in the book. So he was like, "You don't really need to make any progress. Like, I guess do what you want to do." So yeah. I was like, "I don't know what I want to do." So we actually ended up doing some work on educational value and what is the educational value of logic and what have you learned so far yeah, and yeah. how is this applicable? And then today we read an article, which weirdly, I think that was called like the use the use of useless classes or something like that it was basically about the fact that uh we're amateurs like humans are amateurs and if you had to talk to animals it would be very boring because (laughs) they're professionals they like all a lizard knows how to do is be a lizard he's not like dallying about in giraffe (laughs) world he's like i just do and if you asked him what do you think about the giraffes he'd be like Bye. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. And so his point was, well, his point was that it's oftentimes useless things that build our capacity mm-hmm. because we're amateurs and we're learning mm-hmm. stuff. That's really anyway, good. And so he, so I'm doing some kind of meta work with the logic kids. And it's funny cause you're talking about the bigger picture of yeah. why are we doing this? Like, yeah. why is this valuable? And at one kid during the week, so funny because like he was not asking to be a punk like I don't think he was like well you don't use any of the stuff you learn like he was not asking it that direction but he said well you went to school right and you (laughs) you like did all the school stuff how much of that has been useful to you as an adult right right and so we talked a little bit about the difference between modern education that sees my educational usefulness right useful like a gear yeah yeah Yeah. like a like a actual metal gear or something right yeah versus the process knowledge that i have gained yeah doing things like riding my bike to spokane like you know just doing a bunch of weird stuff for a long time or taking classes or being part of a certain thing that has grown my process knowledge yeah yeah I'm, I'm using an application of something that I used for a different application over yep. here, but that's grown my, you know, my understanding of things. Um, anyway, so we're, we've been talking a lot about like, why are we doing this? And it has been kind of fun because it really is like taking the class back Yep. and you're, what you're coaching is not the skills, not the drill yeah. oh, on yeah, the ground. Totally. You're coaching the, wait, what's this team for? Yep. What's, what team am I on? What are we shooting for? kind of thing and even uh we also have been talking with the uh, 10th 11th and 12th graders this week about just kind of the christmas feast recap and it has been really a fun conversation because it has also been that wait why are we feasting because these kids are growing up used to this like yep, oh yep. we always have a christmas feast we have a reformation yep. day like these are just the things we do but at some point you have to you, as a coach, yep. you want to back out and say, 
wait, why are we doing this? Oh, How is this okay. shaping me? Well, and as a parent or a teacher, but I feel like this happens more in, in families. You, you are missing one of the most po powerful like hinge points if you are not the one initiating those conversations right. with them because the it's like a minor well I mean it can be it could be minor major or minor minor um it's halfway between the two say, yeah <laughs> uh it you, you know like you don't want a kid the extreme version of this is the idea of a kid going to college and meeting an atheist and being like but he's nice Mm -hmm. Maybe Christianity's not true. Like, that's not good. You mm -hmm. should have been talking about that. You should have been meeting atheists. You should have not been living a life where he's shocked when he meets one. To find a nice person who's not yes, a Christian. Like, totally. I don't have a category. Yep. And it's the same with all the little things too that 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 you do on purpose. Don't don't just keep doing them without check. And I'm not saying it's also tedious to be the Every other side time. of that. Yeah, you're do you like, know why we're doing this? Do you know how important this load of laundry is? Do you know why I fold your underwear into these little <laughs> pockets? Like, do you? Whatever. Like that, nobody wants to do that either. But, oh, Petey says, yeah, I don't want to do that. But, uh, that's okay. Uh, but, like, it's good for them to know why you're doing a drill. Like, even yes. in swimming, there's always, when you're coaching the older kids, there's always some points, like, at least twice a year. The kids will just be like, this is too hard. Like, you're in the conditioning time. They mm -hmm. just don't want to do it. And they're like, I don't even understand why we have to do this. You know, and a sprinter, of course, is going to be like, why? Why are you making me <laughs> swim longer than 100 yards? Um, and, you know, I always talk about, I'm like, this is also going to surprise you where this applies in the rest of your life. Because a spot that I was shocked by it was needing to wake up in the middle of the night and nurse a baby. Like, where mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, it's another 400 IM. Get up. Mm -hmm. Like, where you've already done this thing before. But when you're in the, when the students are in the, or athletes, whatever, are in the middle of the hard stuff, it's really easy to lose track of why you are doing it. So it's right. not a bad idea to give them a little bit of a reminder of the inspiration. Like you are actually working towards an awesome thing. Right. Yeah. And being a good coach, being yep. a good teacher, being a good parent means that you're kind. I mean, it really means that you're looking at the unit yep. and saying, First of all, where are we going? If yep. you don't know where you're going, you can a hundred percent. You can a hundred percent know that you are giving yourself fits yep. because your kids don't know where they're going no, either. Totally. You know, I mean, like, so really, it is beneficial for yep. you to know what do I want in my family? What right. do, what is my part in growing a family in a godly way? What yep. is my aim here for our family? What is my goal for this classroom? What am I hoping for? Yep. What is my goal for, you know, this team? Why, like, why yep. are we doing this and seeing in the big picture, what is the game? Yep. What are we after? And then being able to pick good drills, no, right? Totally. I mean, like you want drills that match the work, that yep. match the principle, that match the aim, the yep. larger aim of the big thing. And then you want to be able to grind it out alongside each other in a way that is alternately I'm working hard too and I'm cheering you on. Come on guys, yep. like this is good. I promise this is good work. Even no, if you can't totally. see it, I like That's trust me. Yep, the Marlins have turned out a, a weirdly high percentage of 200 butterflyers, but it's because Kirby loves the 200 fly, mm -hmm. which also I do, so it fits great. But <laughs> he loves it, and he has a whole bunch of different kinds of drills and things that he does, but he also does a thing where he, kids that say, I could never swim a 200 fly, he tricks them into having swum a 200 fly. So, like, by they do, he'll speak, hey, let me, you know, yeah, you're probably not ready for that. Let me see your, like, swim me a 50 right now where you work on this. Or, you know, show me your baseline. Uh -huh. And then and then he, he talks to them. He knows exactly how long he's talking to them. Right. And it, he does between 5 and 10 <clears throat> seconds. So, it's a 200 fly broken. Actually, I think he does a 300. 5 and 10 seconds at the 50. So, He'll talk to them about something and be like, okay, this time I just, uh, your feet are coming apart a little, just stop, focus on keeping your big toes touching. So then they do another 50. Anyway, he does this and then he, at the end, he's like, just so you know, you just swim a 300 fly, but you uh -huh. had like barely any rest and you didn't <laughs> even know you were doing it. And it's like, wow, that's like such a clever way to take away the, because those of you that have not swum, a 200 fly is no joke. And yeah. it is actually, there are a lot of people that will never swim it because they're mm -hmm. scared. They're just yeah. like, that's going to hurt too much. But um, I like that he has like a fun trick you into it. 
Right. Well, and so, I mean, I'm thinking about this now in... It's obvious to see what the drills are of a basketball game. Yep. Because, yep. like, everybody knows basketball drills. They fit that. Yep. Everybody knows swim drills. It goes with yep. swimming. Like, that makes sense. Everybody knows that in a class you're going to be doing homework. You're going to be reading books. You're going to be doing the things. The other day, but, Hallie was complaining about a piano practice that she was needing to do. And she was like, these drills that I'm supposed to do are just the same thing over and over. I was like, well... Yep. <laughs> right? So are the dishes. What a drill is. So are the laundry. Yes, Welcome totally. to shaping your soul for life. <laughs> but it is funny. So thinking about, as a parent, what are the drills that I'm running my kids through? Like, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Because I think it's, sometimes it's easy to feel like you're just doing the things. Like, everybody's got to eat three times no, a day. Totally. Everybody's yep, got to have yep. laundry. Especially like, when they're little. It can feel like you're just like getting through the day or something right and so even thinking through what does it look like to be an active coach of your people if you're shooting for kids who are cheerful obeyers like people who are glad to obey when it's time to obey the lord like okay guys we're gonna practice this here's how this is gonna go in the next 20 minutes i'm gonna ask you five different things yep you know and i want you to say yes ma'am and get after it yep and like do that for fun and uh you know just it's not the kind of time that you think now like the if i could just come up with toddler drills or baby drills hi baby hello wake up hello hi he's like what are we doing out here guys Okay, wait. But do thinking you, about toddler drills, you know, uh, yeah, like yeah. be doing toddler drills. Be yeah. doing like if you are like a church like we are, yep. and your kids have to sit through church every Sunday. Yep. What are the drills that prepare them for that? Are you yep. sitting them quiet at home and requiring yep. something like that yep. during the week day? Like, yep. is there a time where they know they have to sit still? We're not having snacks. We're not running around. We're sitting. Like, yep. we're going to hold still. That's what we're going to do for three hours every day. Yes, you should definitely do that. <laughs> For sure. Okay, I saw you had your fingers crossed. Did you uncross them? I did. I don't know what I was crossing them for. That was just (laughs) apparently knee-jerk. Although I did think this today, I crossed my left hand because I was eating Sour Patch Kids with my right hand, and they were yucky. And so I was like, well, I need to keep eating my Sour Patch Kids, but I have a thing to remember. Does this work on my left hand first? I don't remember. (laughs) I'm not sure. But I do remember (laughs) thinking. amazing story. If this is... Like, if I cross that one first, it works as a backup. Like, yep, I can get yep. two going. Yeah. But if I cross if you the left start one with first, it. Mm. does it work? I, I don't, don't know. know. Okay, well. Okay, I'm going to say this other thing because we have to stop soon because it's somehow it's much later than right? I thought it was. But, uh, the, yeah, because are you... Do you need to be in there right now? I don't need to be in there right now. I'm just looking back at our notes. Like, did I miss anything? Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, Okay, because this is related, but it's also just more of, like, a thing I'm wondering about now. Uh, So, last night, MP played Monroe High School at Monroe. And first thing Monroe had awesome mm. warm-up music that was like just different because like the basketball warm-up music uh-huh. it's all the same it's exact like the same style playlist. of rap yeah where I'm just like this is the same thing over and over also with lyrics you cannot even believe and I get I get it's not like back in black has an amazing message or something but um this one they played some of that they played ACDC they played 90s hip hop it was like just a big mix and it was uh-huh. so much funner like right when you went in you're like this yeah. is more fun they also had a lot of fans and uh, their team is like super good we, mm-hmm. we got I think JV lost by it was somewhere between 50 and 60 points it was <laughs> real bad a significant amount yes you're like wow but then they had a band the, the marching band came in and they were also awesome and then they had 17 cheerleaders our mp appears to have three the list is longer but i don't know where the other ones are Uh because it's always the same three there's also no boss of them this one they had a boss they had a girl with a big one of those big cheer megaphone Uh things to yell through a guy that was helping people do stuff and the band and the cheerleaders even were coordinated so like they had the cheerleaders had a thing they did during certain band songs Uh and this is no one else has had anything like this like there have been a couple good bands but not not a coordinated thing and it was actually super striking how much i was sad i had to leave the varsity game because i was dead i had to go home but um because it was actually just so fun in there Mm -hmm. even though it's not even the school that i'm excited about and like an mp is just has no school culture at all Mm -hmm. like there's nothing at all it's actually really sad and like a sad vacuum but um it was so striking to me both about like 
institutions like churches and schools and whatever, but also families where it's like, man, when everybody is doing their job, like one of the drummers was like clearly so good at what he was doing right. and understood that he had a part in the actual yeah. basketball game and a crazy girl was playing the flute that had like a big, I don't know if it was a flute, something big, like lit up sombrero on, um, doing her part, uh -huh. you know, like clearly unathletic, but so there so for, the whole, for thing. the whole thing. Yeah. And like the cheerleaders were not, they, there was the only time I've ever thought this is actually better to have the cheerleaders. Like uh -huh. I'm usually like, why are they here? What is this even for? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. But it was like the whole thing was working together and it was actually very inspiring about not, not losing track of the bigger uh -huh. thing that you are a part of because you know, when you, if the cheerleaders are like, meh, because this is what it seems uh -huh. like has happened to MP is everybody just got a little bit meh. And then the whole thing is then in a sad ditch of right. meh because yeah. nobody well, is excited about it. The school shooting sort of nailed the coffin on that. Yeah. So no, that it's true. Help. Well, yeah, because yeah. then even like not taking back that cafeteria, but yeah. just being like, we just closed it. We just don't even go in there. And yeah. it's just still uh -huh. sitting there, which is so creepy. It's like a weird, like a no, but mausoleum. That's, it's like no redemption, right? Yeah. Like it's no redemption. No, we can. No. Like we will re resurrect from this right. thing. Totally. It's like sad forever now and no, you're like totally. okay but you have like we there's no life the there space. there's no. no it's like yeah going into the nothingness no totally. which is not it's like, great for anybody yep. and if you're this 15th cheerleader you're right. actually making an impact or yeah. and, and that was the other thing that's so striking about it is you're like if any one of these people was missing it wouldn't matter uh -huh. you wouldn't notice if some right. girl wasn't if you didn't know she was gonna be there right um but like all together it's doing it's actually something. pretty rad yeah yeah yeah. Well, and that, so I think that is good to be reminded that like the culture of those units, just because you have a gladness to be part of a thing yep. doesn't mean you hate the other thing. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Cause I totally. think, I don't know. I feel like this is sort of the Christian nationalism conversation right now. We're like <laughs> yeah. the idea of loving your country yeah. doesn't mean that you think your country is exclusively chosen by God no. for all time yep, yep, yep. and all other countries are the worst. But like at some point, you should have some kind of love for your homeland, for yep. your people and your classroom and your family. No, totally. And this your was team. the right kind of nationalism. Right. It was like yeah. the big nationalism of Monroe and then the little nationalism of I love being a cheerleader and yeah. I love being a band geek. But then like they were all happy to work together. Yeah. yeah. And Just, not like you are showing me up. Chesterton mm -hmm. really quickly says mm -hmm. a man who loves his own mother is sympathetic towards other men loving their mothers right. in yep. the same way. Yep, yep. Where a man who doesn't love his mother can't understand yep. that unique. Yep. Totally. And I think that's where a lot of cultural things have gone is I don't love my culture. Everything's meh. Yep. You know, yep, and totally. so who cares about anything? Yeah. And you're like, well, that's a, definitely a sadder world to live. Yeah. Also, okay. that conversation is crazy. People is. are so upset about everything. I'm like, what? Are also, you doing? then people are straw manning all over the place. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, also, is that what he said? I'm pretty sure that's not what was said. <laughs> okay. It's bizarre. Even if you disagree with it, that's fine. Yeah. But just also, let's have the actual conversation, not weird. No, not making them out to be saying something that is really not what they yeah. said. I saw something recently that said, you know, like the people who feel like America is chosen by God to be a special nation. And you're like, I mean, chosen by God, like yeah. everybody else is chosen. I mean, no, just like, like I France have, has I been chosen by God to do their thing. One girl who actually <laughs> thought that. Sure. That really did believe that the United States was the replacement for Israel. So like I did, sure. and she went to a church that was super weird. I think it was uh -huh. a cult. Shocker. She doesn't think there's anymore. But, okay. uh, but I, there's, it's actually not a lot of people. There's not really a lot of people that think that. No. It's not a no. common belief. But no. Whatever. No. Okay. I do have, I remembered yeah. why I had my fingers oh, okay, crossed, okay. but it took me a lot of work while you were talking about Monroe <laughs> in the high school to think, wait, what was I You're saying? Like, what was I gonna... But I we're actually gonna think. We're going to get so good at knowing what we were saying. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. It's false. <laughs> um, oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, I've got it. Okay, but this has to do with Monroe yeah, from yeah, the yeah. standpoint that when you think of discipline, so like mm -hmm. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3, I don't know, children, mm, obey your parents in the Lord, I, I, I don't know, 6, like, yes. uh, fathers do not provoke your children to anger, like the whole idea of discipline, like godly discipline, we oftentimes think spanking, 
And that is not untrue. It's not... Right, right, right. It's yeah. not not spanking. Yep. Right? But also, it's more than spanking. So, like, oh, yeah. the idea yeah. of, of having a people that you're trying to discipline is both correcting against things but it should also be in it should also be weighted pretty evenly with practicing four things you know totally right? no, so like, spanking only is kids sitting on the couch with nothing to do yeah right and so it's like it's like the difference Dark between kind of, yeah. veal who is uh-huh. just in a box getting weaker and sadder versus veal while still alive pe- yes <laughs> right yes exactly <laughs> Which, is it still called veal? I don't know, because that's why I was like, wait, I don't know. Is it, because then is it, veal is the lamb one, right? No, that's the oh, cow Oh, wait, one. no, that's, yeah, okay. Veal is baby uh, cow. Baby cow. Yeah, do, is it Anyway, obedience. Instead? Yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah obedience that just wants to keep <laughs> the thing in a place. Right, right. Will atrophy the muscles of the thing. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. actually just a soft thing to be contained. Yeah. And that's, like, not what, I don't, I don't think that is at all what yeah. God is shooting for in that idea of, raising a people to build a kingdom he's actually needing people who are strong to go somewhere not just people who are holding still so that they don't get too far out of the box yeah and i think just today i ran into a kindergartner who was running and i was going to stop him to say you may not run but when i said hey and said his name he said no wait i gotta go blah 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 and kept running and I was like oh Oh. this is a different thing (laughs) but instead of being like bad kid he also uh, is a kindergartner number one and number two is just being super cheerful about it he was not (laughs) it was overt rebellion it needs to be addressed and also it wasn't overt rebellion because he wanted to be rebellious no no it does like overt disobedience but not rebellion like it doesn't have the like uh uh yeah Yeah, yeah, no there was none of that so he came back so we just practiced all the way yep, through yep. and it was like oh no nope. yep. okay you're gonna come back here yep. and you're gonna start at the door and run and i'm gonna say hey you yep and you're gonna say stop yeah and look at me and say yes ma'am yeah and so we practiced it a couple of times and it was super funny and fun and we had a nice time about it and he charged off to no, also totally do something else well that and I that's had to find that is about. actually that's a good thing <laughs> to say because a lot of the time when especially if you have a bunch of little kids it can feel like I do not, I don't, like you hear something and you're like, eh, what are they doing? And then you're like, I don't really want to go. I don't want to uh-huh. get involved in it. Uh, you know, or I'm not going to tell my kid to do that because then I don't know how they're going to react or whatever. Sometimes, like, it's good to actually just tell them because sometimes what you find out is this person just doesn't know how to do yes. this. I remember Keila was trying to make a smoothie or something and I'm like, hey, hey, no, 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 not like that. So I like give her direction. Then I look away. Then I look back and I'm like, no, 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 not like that either. Then I'm like, wait, do you know how to make a smoothie? Totally. <laughs> she's like, no. I'm like, okay. okay. First of all, let's not use things with spinning blades if you don't actually, nobody taught you how. But right. let's stop. Step one. Yes. And then it's like, okay, she's not disobeying. She just is like trying to Wildly figure this thing out. Yeah. falling off. Yes, totally. I mean, as though yes. that's a thing that yes. people do. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, so you handle that really differently right. than a kid that's like, do whatever I want. No, totally. And sometimes with too much of the discipline without the teaching, like you want to teach them to go somewhere. And if you haven't been faithful to teach them more skills, it feels like you are keeping veal in a box. Like it feels like all you're doing is discipline all the time. And some of that is like, Hey, are you teaching them to carry the weight and run the play and do the thing? Because also if you are the main game as the coach or the mom or the teacher, and they are actually just holding still on the couch waiting for you to give them another job. Yep. Shockingly, this is not actually where kids thrive. Like they need to be given lots of weight to carry. So like, are they busy? Are they working hard? Pete's like, yes I am. I have some pipe cleaners and I am ready to go. Right, I got stuff doing. Look at you. All right. uh, yeah, we well, that was great, we did it. I know, also sometimes I think halfway through that, are we talking about anything sensible? I hope so. Uh, I know. I hope it's good. Sorry, guys. It's it. Yeah, this is the kind of thing where I'm like, (laughs) I feel like I'm at the stage of understanding what kind of creature I am. Where I'm like, 
I'm like, is, what does this, is this mm-hmm. helpful? Like, this is actually where I actually prayed about halfway doing. through this podcast. Like, Lord, please, whatever you're going to need to use this for, I hope no, that works totally, for you. It does help to have a kid that's a lot like you because I can see what that kid is. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, no, you keep doing this thing. Yep. But sometimes it's like, uh, it's not useful. I don't, I also It doesn't think, feel naturally applicable. No, or yeah, like, or like, I am a really efficient gear to use. Like, uh-huh. we're talking about whatever that was from. Um, like, it's not a machine that can really get you a lot of obvious results. It's yes. like much more yes. integral to the main part of a thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, it's more wiggly like that. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about this lately with like concrete work versus uh-huh. principle work. We're like, yeah, yeah, when you yeah. accomplish something, you're like, the dishes are now clean. Oh, yeah. But when yeah. you had a conversation that you were hoping yep. maybe was helpful or that you're like, I think that was good. I need to think on that some yep. more. Those don't feel concrete. No. Like we've accomplished something. You're like, no. Uh, and, okay, and like, God, if you're the kind of person whatever. that brings, and this is women do this in different, all women do this in different ways. But like when you, when you're bringing beauty and more fun to a thing, it is actually, you can't really count that up. No. It's not like you can be like, okay, you changed this from a five and a half to a six. Well, isn't that kind of, I don't actually know if I've ever watched all of It's a Wonderful Life, but isn't that kind of the point of that too? Like you don't know oh, yeah. how you God is You can't count like, up yeah. exactly what. Yes. Right. Tell You've never watched all right of that. Moment. I believe you haven't watched Which, that. Okay, that well, is... and then when I heard Nate uh, Wilson saying that he doesn't like it, I, I was like, oh, that's interesting because I also am just like, like. Except I also I do don't like the other part where they fall into the stuff, pool. Because, like, I don't like Christmas Carol very much, uh-huh. like, by itself, but I like It's a Wonderful Life. I, know, I think I need I to think really Nate try is it again. A little oversensitive on that one. He's he's very <laughs> that podcast. <laughs> Stories are soul food, guys. Everyone should just listen to it just to marvel at Nate and Brian's relationship and how different of very smart creatures they are. Uh huh. Where you're like, both of you have enough IQ points to go around, and also and not wow, the same. is there anything the same? And like, they're both males, even. Yeah. And I'm like, that's they shocking. Like they, yeah, there you go. That's they like to read. It. Okay, All right, whatever. Well, Bye-bye. See ya. Woo-hoo.